Hey, this is Pastor Rafael Rodriguez. Welcome to Restore 2020 Podcast. Go ahead and choose a message. Be empowered, be equipped, be prepared to change your world for Christ Jesus. God bless you. Happy Sunday, everybody. This is Sunday, April 5th, 2020. It is Palm Sunday. We are one week away from Easter Sunday. And there are many people who are believing that churches are going to be open on Easter Sunday. Whether you believe that or not, whether your church is talking about that, there's people that are praying constantly, believing that church is going to be open on Easter Sunday. I'm not sure. I'm not God, but he's in control. I trust him and know that everything is under his control. And if we pray, we believe, and have an attitude of expectancy, he can make things happen. And whether he allows it to happen or not, that's up to him. But there's people praying and believing. A lot of people are talking about the scripture that comes from 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them. I will heal their land. And right now, we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic that's spread across our nation and it's spread globally and it's caused a lot of deaths, a lot of trouble, a lot of trauma. A lot of people are going through some struggles. They are wrestling with them, with themselves. They are wrestling with all kinds of difficulties and challenges. And I want to share a word of encouragement to you today, for you today. I want to share a word of encouragement for those of you who are watching. We have been growing in this page. We are up to 110 people. People are responding. God is doing great things. He's making um, situations. He's turning situations around for his glory. He's taking uh, the bad and turning it into good. He's making um, great things happen for a lot of people. And we have to continue to be uh, encouraged and trust God and really be blessed and just walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm going to tell you something. I wrestle with this for all day today. I had this word since last week and I was trying to find out how much more I can read, how much more I can study, how much more I can pray about it before I share with this with you today. And I wrestle with it just now. I wrestle with it all day. I've been just wrestling with it for a long time. And I just, part of me doesn't want to share it because I've been struggling. I'm going to be real with you. I've been struggling today in my own personal heart, just feeling the weight, feeling the frustration, feeling the aggravation of all this COVID stuff, having to be home and being in shelter in place and not being out and about with my family and the weather's not too good over here and it's just been rainy and cold and and i've been struggling with that but i'm going to share a word with you of encouragement because in the midst of my frustration in the midst of my struggle i'm going to share a word to bless not only um you guys but it's a word that blessed me and i'm going to share that with you and a part of the things that's always on my heart whenever something blesses me i want to bless others with that word that is put in my heart that god has revealed to me and so the other day i was reading in my I have multiple plans that I do in reading the Bible. I'm reading a particular three-year plan to read the Bible within three years. So I, I did it so I can take my time and reading the books of the Bible, reading through the Bible in three years. So currently in my reading plan, I'm in the book of Exodus. Actually, I just finished that today. I'm starting the, the new book of Leviticus. Um, to, tomorrow will be Leviticus. But in the book of Exodus, I had been studying over the last month or so and looking at it, and I noticed something in Exodus chapter 36 and it's verses 1 through 6 and it's from this common standard bible it's a new translation that i look to, into this year every year i look at, at a new translation for the, the new year and this year i decided to study the common study standard bible and look at it from a different perspective one of my favorites is the new living translation another one of my favorites is the new king james version of the bible but but this particular one i want to share with you from the common standard bible or some will say the Christian Standard Bible. 
either one. It could be the common or the Christian standard Bible. Anyway, so I want to share with you out of Exodus chapter 36, verses 1 through 6. It says, Bezalel and Ohiliab and all the skilled people are to work based on everything the Lord has commanded. The Lord has given them wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work of construction of sanctuary. The Lord has blessed them with wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work of construction, constructing a sanctuary. Now here's the part that a lot of people want to study and look deep into is, is the construction of the sanctuary, the construction of the Lord's place, the, the, the God's chosen place to rest. He, he, he showed up in fire by night and a cloud by day and he, 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 he rested on his place and, and they're constructing that, they're preparing that so they can have God's presence come. And people really zeroed in on this particular part, but I want to continue going on to the next verses and what it says in verse 2. It says, so Moses summoned Bezalel and Ohiliab and every skilled person in whose heart the Lord had placed wisdom all whose heart moved them to come to work and do it. So that means that not only hasn't been not only those two had the Lord put wisdom in that heart or moved in that heart, he had put wisdom and moved in other people's heart as well to be able to start this work and do it. But verse three says they took from Moses presence all the contributions. That means they got it from Moses that the Israelites had brought for the task of making the sanctuary. So now Israelites brought it before Moses and these people came to Moses and took it from him. Meanwhile, the people continue to bring free will offerings morning after morning. The people continue to bring free will offerings. Now this is separate from the, the material needed to build the sanctuary. This is talking about the free will offerings that they kept bringing morning after morning. I mean, Day after day, they kept on bringing these offerings. Then all the artisans who were doing all the work for the sanctuary came one by one from the work they were doing and said to Moses, The people are bringing more than is needed for the construction of the work the Lord commanded to be done. Wait a minute. The artisans are coming to Moses and telling him that the people are bringing more than is needed for the construction of, of, the, of the work the Lord commanded to be done. Look at verse 6. It says, After Moses gave an order, they sent a proclamation throughout the camp. Let no man or woman make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. So the people stopped. The materials were sufficient for them to do all the work. There was more than enough. Now here's the situation. They were blessed in abundance after they left the, the Egypt. They were able to leave Egypt with all the people of Egypt as gold because they were so scared. They were so shook after all those ten plagues that God had sent. And it was already prophesied, it was already spoken over them that they were going to be able to leave there wealthier than when they came in. And so they left there very extremely wealthy and ended up going through the wilderness and they had their challenges there. They had their argument. They had their frustration with Moses. That Moses had to go before the Lord several times and speak to him in regards to the frustration. He struck the rock. Remember, he struck the rock one time to get the water out, but then he struck it another time out of frustration. And because of that, he was not able to go to the promised land as a result of his decision. 
But here we see that they're about to construct the sanctuary, the place of God, because that's important to the Lord. The house of God is important. And what the people were doing was they were bringing in more than enough. Then imagine this. I don't have any agenda by saying this whatsoever. Okay, I don't get paid by the church. So I'm not telling you this to do this because I get paid from the church. I don't get paid from the church, okay? I, I work as a school teacher. I get my salary from that. But imagine this. During these difficult times, during these times of uncertainty, during these times of struggle where many people have lost their jobs, there's been several million people who have lost their jobs as a result of this pandemic. But imagine if the people of God will continue to give to the house of the Lord continue on a regular basis daily giving to the house of the Lord giving so much so that the church will have more than enough that even after this pandemic is over the church will have a surplus of more than enough so much so that they are able to give to other churches who don't have enough they're able to bless them with more than enough and that's the principle that comes from that I mean, the people of Israel were enslaved for 400 years. And they go out to the wilderness, and they're out there, and they're going through battle after battle. It has to be one faith thing after another. They have to face their challenges. They face their, they face their difficulty. And yet, when the God moved on their heart, when the God prepared, gave the men wisdom and knowledge in constructing this house of God, the people responded with offerings responded to the needs of the construction of the building where Moses had to come and say, enough, we have more than enough. Now, you probably never heard a church say that before. We have more than enough. You're giving us way too much, so you can stop giving. You probably never heard that. But imagine, at such a difficult time that we're facing right now, where there's so much uncertainty, where there's so much um, challenges that we face, and we don't have, our faith is being rocked, my faith is being rocked, your faith is being rocked, and we're, being, and we're trying to hear from the Lord, and we're trying to spend time alone with Him, and we're trying to seek His face, and we're trying to gather with people together and pray. As I said before, in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, my people will humble themselves and pray. Right? And turn their hearts to me. Imagine. In this difficult time. That we take it a step further. We say no Lord. I'm going to give. I'm going to give to the work of the kingdom. I'm going to give to the work of, of those who are in need. I'm going to give in abundance. I'm going to give above my tithe. I'm going to give an offering. I'm going to give a special offering. To the church. Or to the organizations that are helping people who are in need. I'm going to do that. Even though. I'm taking, I don't know, I may lose my job, I don't know. I, I'm taking a step of faith and I'm going to give this to the church or to the nonprofits that are helping people out, that are doing the work of the Lord. I'm going to give it to them in these unprecedented times, in these times that are difficult. What would that say to the Lord? That you're willing to give in faith, that you're willing to give in trust and believe in this difficult time. That you're willing to help others who are in need because you are simply trusting in the Lord and believing. And you are giving out of the abundance that you have. And if you don't have an abundance, but you're giving sacrificially anyway to watch God do something good. To watch God do something supernatural. Let me tell you, there's a lot of churches out there that are concerned. How much is this is going to affect their finances? How much this is going to affect their paying their bills or paying their mortgage or doing... There's a lot of churches out there. I'm not saying that, you know, ours in particularly, but there's a lot of churches out there that are concerned about the future 
of this pandemic and how it's going to affect the house of God. How it's going to affect bills and how it can affect salaries. But what if the people of God responded in faith, believing and say, you know what? We're going to trust the Lord. Rather than spending $20 on a package of toilet paper, I went to Walmart today. I went to go shopping. I went to go get my toilet paper. They finally had it after several weeks that I've been there looking for some. They finally had it today. And I look at the package, and it's, I think it's a, a mega roll of 24 to 46. I don't remember, but it, it was supposed to equal 96 rolls of toilet paper. I took it to the registers and scanned it. They wanted $20 for that, that package. And now you know what I told a lady? There's any way I can take this off? Because I'm not paying that much for toilet paper. But imagine, imagine, rather than going out there, going crazy, getting all these stuff, you know, buying all these things, spending $20 on toilet paper, whatever else, that they're jacking up the prices for everything else because they want to, you know, it's supply and demand. That's how business works. And so they have to increase the prices when, when the supply is it's, it's greater. When people are buying, 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 buying this popular product, so they have to increase the, price, the, the prices. But imagine saying, you know what? I can take this extra roll that I'm trying to get because I'm concerned about what's going to happen. I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to give this $20 to the church. I'm going to give this $20 in the offering. I'm going to give this $20 to this nonprofit organization to help people who are in need. Because like the word of God here in Exodus chapter 36, that they gave so much that it was more than enough. Imagine if we can come together in such a time as this and give more than enough. More than enough. It's challenged me to give more. It's challenged my whole family to give more. And not only this, your finances, what about your time? What about your talents? What about taking advantage of this opportunity if you have on your heart to play an instrument and not, now that you have the, the time, more time in your hands, learn to play that instrument. Get better at it. So that when we do come together in church, you can serve in the worship team. Or maybe God has put in your heart to share some words to share the truth, to preach the gospel, but you've never done it before. How about taking this time to study, get into God's word, pray, seek him, listen to other ministers of the gospel, see how God has wired you and prepared you to be able to preach the gospel and be prepared to share the word of God when we come together and worship. That's the other day. You know what I was thinking the other day? So many plans, there have been so many plans of churches being planted in the year 2020. And all that is being at a standstill, right? Because we're concerned about this pandemic and we're concerned about this situation. What if those churches get planted anyway? What if instead of backing out, that there'd be more people who step up and say, you know what? God has placed in my heart to plant the church, to plant the ministry. And I'm gonna step out in faith and I'm gonna believe that God's gonna use us to turn this situation around for God's glory. Because there's the greatest need that we have right now. There's so many people searching for answers. And we have the answers. We have the answers in the word of God. We have answers that 
and, and living this life, but we have to be people of faith and we have to step out. And it's one thing to say with our lips that we believe, but our actions speak louder than words. And when we give so that our, the church can have more than enough, and when we give so that people of God can have more than enough, and when we give so that the, those who are in need can have more than enough, we're stepping out in faith and we're believing because we are hungry for God's word, not only to listen or meditate on it, but to do it. And I want to encourage you right now to be hungry for God's word, read the scriptures, study the scriptures, meditate on the scriptures, but also live the scriptures out because actions speak louder than words. God bless you guys. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this message. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on the podcast or share it with somebody by taking a photo and send it by text message or share it with the link below and they'll be able to click on it and enjoy the message as well. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time.